Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, and to be honest, I think this might be one of the most important podcast episodes I will ever record. My whole life, I have been an underdog and a misfit. I have been underestimated, undervalued, and not just by other people, but by me. As some of you who are listening to this right now know, I'm transitioning into a brand that is all me. I'm moving from a company name that I've hidden behind for eight years to my name, Justine Beauregard, and it has really shined a light on how challenging it's been for me to own and honor all the beautiful things about me. And today is sort of my opportunity for redemption and to finally sit with these thoughts that I've been fighting for years and also to invite you to share in the experience with me. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and I can't wait to see what comes of it. Once you tune in, enjoy. You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. We're going to get real here, covering everything from sales to marketing, branding, audience building, systems, leadership, mindset, and everything in between. Think of this podcast and me as a business coach in your pocket, a place you can turn to whenever you want to feel inspired, be challenged, learn something new, or hear different perspectives about life and business. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time Time together. About a year ago, I was talking to an incredible breathwork practitioner who said, we have the ability to revisit our past memories and rewrite ourselves as the hero of our stories. And ever since then, it's stuck with me. And today is the day that I actually get to act on that advice and see that perspective. As I've moved through the rebrand process, I have been asking myself a lot of questions like, who am I to step into the light and let people really see me? Who am I to share my bold opinions and unique perspectives and what are they? Who am I to build a brand that other people could love? And what is it that I want them to love about my brand? Who am I to want more from my life? And then to go and get it, to go make that happen. I'm not exaggerating when I say that for decades I have been fixated on all the areas of lack in my life and where I have room for improvement and where I know I need to grow and I've never fixated on my joy or my areas of strength or where I'm really an expert or have achieved something amazing. At first I thought that this was just a byproduct of perfectionism. But after a lot of self-reflection and soul-searching, I've learned that it's actually stemmed more from an overexposure to people who are so far ahead of me or seem to have it so much easier that I've actually believed it's not possible for me to do better. And it's not worthy of me sitting there and thinking that I'm great at things that maybe I'm not. I've been growing my business for so long since 2014. And while I am successful and happy, 
I do still feel this pull, like I'm not where I want to be. And there's so much opportunity for me to grow. And there's so many opportunities every day for me to get better, to help more people, to have more impact. So I focus on those. I fixate on them. And then I judge myself and I push past celebrating all that I've achieved when the truth is there's always going to be more, more to do, more to learn, more to accomplish. And that's when I have to remind myself, and maybe you need this reminder today, that life is longer than we think it is. Everybody is always saying life is short, but maybe it's not as short when it's full. Maybe we can weigh it down with this slow-paced appreciation and these deeper levels of joy. I think we can actually live some really incredible lives and have amazing, enriching experiences and allow ourselves to take the time that we personally need to develop into who we're becoming. And that only makes our lives richer and fuller and better. It can be really hard to strike a balance between loving where I am and who I am and knowing at the same time that I will always have a desire for more. I will always be learning and growing and improving. I will always be better tomorrow than I am today. And I still know that while I might accept and appreciate where I am now and how far I've come, just knowing that there's so much more to do and see and be can feel really heavy and exhausting. And this is actually when it becomes critical to appreciate each moment. Every part of that process is magical and powerful and wonderful. And thinking otherwise is a trap. It's a quick recipe for feeling disheartened by it all. And I'm sharing this because I know so many of you are right there with me. You're struggling with where you are right now. You're not feeling like the hero of your story. And most importantly, you're finding yourself more focused on what you don't have rather than what you do have. All that you do have. And I need you to know that you're not alone. I am right there with you. I think most of the world is feeling something similar. And that only means that our capacity for growth is abundant. And we're even more aware of how brilliant and incredible and powerful and strong and amazing we are. We know that we're made for more. And we also know that we're going to go get it. As I've reflected more on this, what I wanted and what I loved about me, I've realized Another reason that I haven't done this before is because it's really hard to do. I was surprised, truly taken aback at how much effort it was to do this, honestly and truly. Not just phoning it in, not just trying to get closer to feeling it all, but really embracing this process. And then midway through the process, something very odd happened. I hired a copywriter to help me with my website. And the reason I'm saying this is because it was actually a massive shift for me because I've always done and prided myself on the fact that I have always done all the writing in my business. I love to do it and do it myself. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's something I think I'm really good at. And this was an activity in a couple of things, but mainly it was an activity in releasing control. And it was also an exercise of trust. 
that by swallowing some of my pride, I could become stronger and better, and I could learn how to ask for the help that I really believed I needed but was too afraid to ask for. And I needed it. (laughs) I needed it even more than I thought initially because I couldn't just allow myself to be to see that full breath of what I was capable of doing and really owning it. Something as I was writing this new website copy, it, it just wasn't connecting. It wasn't feeling fully like me. And this amazing copywriter that I hired sensed that same thing happening. The first thing she asked me was if I would be willing to do interviews with some of my clients. And I was really nervous to ask them. (laughs) Not that I thought they wouldn't give me amazing feedback, but I was so uncomfortable about asking for a favor. I was uncomfortable about hearing people talk about me. And this was just another major realization that I've been shying away from asking for testimonials that I should have asked for sooner. I was not following my own advice. I tell my clients all the time, ask for testimonials, build it into your process. And here I was deleting the emails that I used to send to ask for testimonials, shying away from asking someone who just told me that their business went from $1,500 a month to $9,000 a month for the past two months to just record a 30 second video talking about how we worked on creating that result for her. And if I were listening to this podcast and I wasn't me, like I was having an out-of-body experience, I'd be yelling at myself, what are you doing? Go ask for that. I'm going to, by the way, right after I'm done recording this episode, but I saw the power in what she was asking me. And so I agreed to set these up and then I cried for days watching the videos as they came in, listening to the feedback and reading all the amazing, beautiful things that my clients wrote about me. I am tearing up right now as I think about my executive assistant saying she was so proud to work for someone with my level of impact on people. I cried as I heard the copywriter say that she knew when she met me that I was the real deal and that these interviews were just the icing on the cake, the proof that in fact I was amazing at my job. Thinking about all of this as I reflected on the audience I've built, the hundreds of businesses that I have helped build, the mentors that I've learned from, the lessons that I've learned, and all the beautiful accomplishments of my life to this point. It was so powerful. For so long, I have pushed down my level of contribution in the startups that would not have grown as much as they did without me. I didn't own the years that I invested leading boardroom discussions, leading them, developing the processes that created millions of dollars in sales, or even just the thousands of lives I directly impacted when I was sales training. At the time, I never saw my impact because it didn't seem to make sense to me that someone with a track record like that, like mine, could be making 60 grand a year. So yeah, I didn't value myself and I thought I was just this small piece of the puzzle when in hindsight, I recognized that I was the hero of a lot of these stories. I was just undervalued and I finally saw my own worth and I began to own it. And then I went back with this renewed sense of empowerment 
and I counted how many clients I have had since I became an entrepreneur. I've read screenshots from hundreds of people that I've impacted and helped over the years. I've reflected on my growth as a business owner, on my company's growth. I allowed my confidence to grow. I allowed myself to appreciate how quickly I have been able to create value for other people. This has been one of the most transformative experiences of my life. And I don't know if I would have gotten it if I wasn't brave enough to look back and accept all that I've been able to create to this point. And I know that this episode feels like it's all about me and my experience. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge myself for that, for taking up the space and allowing myself to be that hero and to take up that room without feeling bad about it. I am so damn proud of me. And I think everyone deserves their moment in the sun. I also want to shift into some of the ways that you can create the same level of self-acceptance and to enjoy reflecting on your own journey. In fact, I'm realizing even as I'm recording this that I'm not actually rewriting my story at all. (laughs) I have been the hero all along and there are so many of us who take for granted how smart we are and how much of a contribution we make to those around us. Your perspective is powerful. You are special. You deserve to be praised. And with that, I invite you to revisit your journey up to this point from two different perspectives, yours and someone else's. First, reflect on maybe even things that you felt were insignificant that have marked some of the amazing milestones in your journey. Things like praise that you've received from people over the years, whether it has to do with your work or just who you are as a human being. Reflect on your personal and professional growth. Reflect on all the things you love about you. It could be that you're a great listener or a kind friend. Maybe you have a beautiful way of doing whatever it is that you're amazing at doing. Just practice sitting in your power, taking up the space that you deserve to take up. And then ask for a testimonial or interview a customer or have someone else interview a customer on your behalf. Someone maybe you've worked with or impacted and ask them questions that will bring out beautiful, rich responses and opportunities of deeper self-reflection. Some of the questions that I often use for this and give to my clients are things like, where were you before you met me? And what were you feeling or struggling to do? Or... What made you trust me enough to ask for help and know or believe that it would be worth it? Or what would you say working with me has done to change your life in some way? Or a lot of people do what I do. Why did you choose to work with me over them? And the last one is, if someone's on the fence about hiring me or buying from me, what would you say to them? I hope you do this. I hope you ask these questions, but even more than that, I hope that you find a significant difference in how you see yourself once you do it. I think you are amazing. And I can't tell you how grateful I am that you are here listening to this podcast every single week and doing the work. It matters. You matter. And I will just be here rooting for you week after week, wanting the best for you, seeing how great you are, and supporting you every step of the way. I'll talk to you soon.